This is Moonshine and Music with Joe Shelton. Wait a minute, that's me. Anyway, we're going to bring you some inspiring songwriters, musicians, and maybe some side challenges and other stuff around the music industry. So stick with us right now, because the show is coming your way. Woo! Moonshine and Music starts right now. All right, everybody, welcome to Moonshine and Music. My name is Joe Shelton, and this is Tobacco Jones. Tobacco Jones. Although I wanted to introduce you under your real name, but we're not going to put the mystery out of that right okay. now. You, know? you don't want to? Well, you can if you want. I'm, I was just you know, <laughs> trying to keep well, it fun for the kids. Yeah, yeah, the, the real name is Tobacco Jones. Oh, I that's see. What, yeah, that's what my mom named me. Uh, I see. No, I adopted a name, uh, Mike Gonzer, <laughs> so you can find me. You can find me sometimes playing as that. It's kind of, okay. a, kind of an alter ego. Yeah, is he? Um, is this Mike Gonzer character? Uh, does he play like punk rock instead? Or uh, yeah, that's where I started. You know, and then moved into moved into some metal. Uh, actually, when I was in high school, that's exactly yeah. what I did. Yeah, but uh, and then uh, the Mike <laughs> Gonzer really kind of yeah did did play some metal yeah and some punk. Um, but then the Tobacco Jones uh, studied ethnomusicology at IU, and uh, ah. yeah, have uh, have my. Uh, degree in ethnomusicology, something some people probably don't know well, about I mean, me. So uh, yeah, I studied what, a lot what of. What is uh, ethnomusicology? What's uh, the... It's kind of the study of um, it's how music and society come together, how groups form around music, and how how music uh, uh, influences society. So um, I studied a lot of uh, uh, early American blues and just how African American uh, music influenced the mainstream culture in music. Uh, you know, going back to. Um, to Delta blues and Piedmont style blues and stuff like that. And I take a lot of my uh, guitar style from some of that some of that early stuff, um, kind of mixed with uh, more modern singer songwriter subjects and styles and things like that. I think it would be cool to like know what my style is and where it came from. I think it just came from <laughs> the ether. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you know, I'm sure somebody could like watch me play like you with the ethnomusicology. I mean, I need to sit down with you like with one of my music videos and have you just like break it down for and me. Analyze ethno it, yeah. <laughs> ethnomusical styling. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what it is, but I, I um, but I'm willing to learn. You know, I, I haven't taken the, the, the classes or the uh, or read the journals, so sure. I'm kind of <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all right. You know, everybody that I that I study uh, it comes from a comes from a very natural thing. You know, the people that uh, weren't um, you know, trained uh, professionally, weren't, uh, right. di didn't have that, you know, musical background and, you know, coming up taking lessons and things like that. Well, I mean, I had some lessons, but I mean, you know, we just never, I, I, I guess I wasn't one who delved that deeply into that. Sure, sure. Um, but I, I think it's interesting. Does it help you, like, um, the, uh, obviously it probably makes you look at everything way differently in terms of how you approach a song or yeah in uh, how I approach a song um, stylistically um, I mean a lot of my my finger picking stuff I kind of try to harken back to those those old styles of uh, you know Elizabeth Cotton or or something like that Mississippi John Hurt some of that stuff um, but I've also been been really inspired uh, by more modern like folk and, and country and things like that um, John Prine of course is one of my all-time oh. favorite songwriters so you right. know that you know towns van zandt people like that so 
kind, I mean, of, a, kind I, of a wide. I mean, nobody array. likes John Prine. I mean, it's like such a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, horrible, horrible. I, I never hear that from. Yeah, the no, right. I'm sure. Uh, it's like, yeah, no one likes Willie Nelson either. You know, I mean, they're just. No. <laughs> Did you catch him when he was in town? Willie or yeah, John? Willie. Um, no, I didn't. He was here just recently. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't know that, or I would have probably tried good. to catch him. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it, it's. Uh, I, I caught Jason Isbell lately. Yeah, that, that's the one big, you know, like nationally performing show that I've caught because. Quite honestly, I have to like schedule a day off, right? Like, because they're usually here on like a Friday or Saturday when when we're playing shows, right? right? Exactly, so yeah. it's hard to get one. Um, but yeah, I saw Jason Isbell and um, and Amanda Shires opened with her own group, mm-hmm. which is really just Jason Isbell and a couple of the guys from the 400 unit. Yeah, but uh, it was <laughs> still, killer. Still good. It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. great. Good. Um, but, I'd, you know, I haven't ever seen John Prine live. I've seen uh, Willie a few times. Cool, um, yeah. I've, I've seen Willie a couple times. I've only seen John Prine once. It was, it was awesome. Saw him when he was here last year, I believe, at uh, Clues Hall. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Tyler yeah, Childers uh, open uh, for him. It was great. Does it give you a, um, um, you know, when you have a hero like that, when you see him live? Um, I mean, sometimes it's like um, it's, it's an interesting uh, way that you come into that, right? Because sometimes you're just like so hyped up and you get in there and you get disappointed or sometimes you come in there and they're just even better than you That's, expected. Or Yeah, he was uh, he was definitely better than I expected. I didn't have high hopes for it. Actually, I didn't want to build myself up for that very reason. <laughs> so that's it's yeah. happened to me with uh, with other yeah, artists. It's a, it's, but, uh, it's, yeah, 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 it's tough. It's because you never know what they're going to be like live, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Um, what, how old were you when you started playing guitar? Did, were you born with uh, it? I mean, was Tobacco Jones born with a guitar uh, in his hand, or um, pretty pretty young? I was about ten, I think, when I started about playing 10? guitar. Yeah, I grew up. Um, actually, grew up playing saxophone as well. Oh, so, um, stellar! Do you still play? Uh, I still play a little bit of saxophone. Um, I, I my day job is repairing wind instruments. I, I do a lot of saxophone, uh, you know, flute uh, especially. Uh, clarinet repair, that kind of stuff, woodwinds. I've never uh, seen you play sax. Yeah, so. uh, I don't get a chance to very often. Uh, Usually, just around uh, Christmas time, we we'll play with the sax. Oh, yeah, like the with sax some kind group. Of, yeah, 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 group that wants to play uh, kind of Christmas songs. That yeah, way. yeah, that's about all the sax playing I get in now. But yeah, I started playing uh, sax and, and guitar at about the same time. And when I uh, went to college, the the sax kind of dropped out. But yeah, yeah and uh, songwriting sort of took over as my main focus. Yeah, I mean, um, I think when you're, uh, if you were writing song from the perspective of playing it on sax, it would be a whole <laughs> different vein, right? I mean, because saxes yeah, are generally actually. like in a certain key, like as mm-hmm. their nature, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like exactly. Three, um, it's you know. easier to easier to jump into to a song like add a melody line or something like that than to compose uh, you know, a new piece. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on sax yeah I can see that. I mean, because uh, uh, they're meant to be part of an ensemble, mm-hmm. you know, so you have. Four or five different mm-hmm. kinds of sax, right. <laughs> and I can't. And you can't sing while you play. You know, That's so. <laughs> true. Yeah, the lyrics are going to be a, a struggle when you're playing the sax uh, yeah, at the same right, time. Exactly. So, um, what, what, where, where have you been, like, you know, uh, career-wise? I mean, what was your first show when you when you started playing this uh, music thing live in front of people? Do you remember your first uh, your first gig? First gig, uh, like first ever gig. Yeah, like and that's first going ever, all the I way mean, back. Yeah. Um, was it a band? Or probably. Was it yeah, a... it was a band. Um, like I said, I was I was playing um, punk mostly. Doing, what was the uh, band called? Uh, I had a band called Prod that was Prod. that played. Yeah, it was a four piece mm-hmm. kind of um, 
did uh, you know some Limp biscuit covers and stuff like that. Really? Uh, yeah. So uh, completely I, different than what I do I now. I so can't but, picture you playing Limp Bizkit. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying really hard. No, but I was probably a, probably a junior in high school. I think when we had our first first gig. So yeah, did that um, for a few years. And after I graduated um, high school, I went to IU and everything, and got more kind of into the the folk music scene. Right. So yeah, I started doing that. So my my punk days weren't uh, very fruitful, really. So, are there records out there for people to find? I have a, I do. I have a, an album, uh, Tobacco Jones, self-titled. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, YouTube, you know, uh, Google, iTunes, all the all the major streaming services. Um, physical copies as well. Um, working on a second one now. I've got I've got the material for it. Just have to get into the studio and. Uh, actually so, get it recorded like the first one's self-titled and, and i know i've heard it um my um what, what what's the 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 thrust for the second one is it going to be like i mean uh, it's an interesting day and age we're in a lot of people are just doing singles or, or little eps mm-hmm. um and for me i like the album because i can like put a whole bunch of stuff together that kind of goes together yeah um and so i you know i didn't know what your what, what's your thrust for that what's the yeah. plan well, I, I'm, I think I'm going to approach it the same way uh, I did the first one, basically. Um, the first one, I went to the studio, and I sat down, and I just played everything in one take. Everything on that album is one take. Really? Um, it, wow. Yeah, there's, so there's a couple mistakes, you know, a couple a couple. Well, I think you did really good. But, uh, I, didn't, I didn't really notice it. <laughs> I wanted it to be, uh, yeah, I wanted it to, to have a feeling like if you, if you come to see me live, like this is what you're going to get, you know? And um, the second one, I've got, uh, I've got quite a few songs that are... Um, uh, a little bit different, some different like finger picking styles and things like that. So uh, I, I still want to, uh, I think, do it, it in a very simplistic way, though. Just uh, just record it all, um, one take if I can, um, and just just make it as close to like a, a live feeling album as I can. That's cool. Have you thought about like just doing a live album? Have you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I have. I wish it. I had. Yeah, I know. If uh, and if I could, uh, if I could get some good recordings of it, <laughs> I probably right. would. But yeah, um, I mean, I did a live record, and um, and the the thing about it was that I really I took my uh, rig around and recorded like thirty shows, and then I just picked yeah. one. Yeah, you know, because it was tough to to like. I was thinking at first I'd do it like some, you know, some of the bigger uh, acts do where they like take three songs from this show and four right. from that one right. and what it turned out was that like the sounds of the rooms that I play in were so different right you know because sometimes right. you're playing in a brewery and sometimes you're playing in a bar where there's a bunch of noise mm-hmm. and sometimes you're playing in a listening room or or yeah. a house show or whatever and and so I was like okay well uh, obviously whatever one I pick I, I just kind of kind of stay with the same venue because I don't have mm-hmm. like steady of the background, right? You know what right. I mean? Yeah, exactly. So it'd just be kind of weird, yeah. Right? If you yeah, like, just get a consistent sound. And yeah. Go. So then I had to find one where all of the show, all songs were good enough. Like you know, like you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a bad night on a certain song, and that one just you know gets chucked out of the list because oh, that one just didn't work. You know. Yep. Uh, so I, I, it was a lot of fun and it was an interesting experience. So yeah. I don't have a um, all, all the reasons that I am not going to do a live one right, right now. Right, right. Yeah. Like, it's like man, that's my worst that's nightmare. Right. Like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's a, it's an interesting thing to, to to tackle. It feels like it'd be really easy. You just record your live show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Do, it was yeah. way harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, even uh, in the uh, in the afterthought of it, it's like, man, that was uh, like. It was almost easier to do a studio record. <laughs> right, yeah. 
<laughs> maybe less pressure, really. I mean, you know. Well, I, I, you know, after I recorded a few of them, the pressure was off because it was just like I was always recording the shows, right? Yeah, there you so. go. But, yeah. Um, like the first couple, I was like nervous about it because I'm like, I'm recording this. This is, this is for posterity or something, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, we have this uh, this man who joins us uh, with a special segment today, and this is a brand new segment. We're just trying this out today in your episode. All right. Um, this Hello. is Brent Lee Smith, Brent. and today Brent Lee Smith is the Moonshine Book Club president. That's right. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm the president and the vice president. At both? Yes. It's a lot of responsibility. That is, man. Yeah, that's why I'm doing it so no one else can mess it Who's up. Who's the secretary of the treasury? That's also me. <laughs> there, like, yeah, it's, it's not just my club. Like I ran for all the offices and I won. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, you've okay. met me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as the book club president, what do you got for us today for the Moonshine Book Club? All right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, Oprah's had her book club. Who? Oprah Winfrey. I feel like this might be the Doesn't beginnings of something. Uh, yeah, I understand. Okay. Um, but but this is another book club that's out there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I hope you know, so, okay. So, so you know, um, what, 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 what do you got for us in, in the way of a book club for, for the viewers of Moonshine and Music out there to jump in? Right. So, yeah, obviously we're a music show, have musicians come on. And uh, musicians, most, uh, most of you guys need day jobs because you're not good enough to get uh, big gigs. <laughs> or you are and people just haven't noticed you yet. <laughs> so, uh, Either way. So I thought uh, resumes for dummies would be a, a good one to start with. <laughs> That way, you can at least you know, get a little bit of money to sustain you while you, you know, while you go out playing. Um, I especially uh, recommend chapter you need the four. Job, though, not just the resume. Yeah, we need the resumes to get the job. To get the job, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, chapter what? what, what uh, chapter your... four, whatever chapter is in that. I don't know. I don't even know if that's chapters, but I heard chapter four. No, part four. I'm sorry. Yeah, they do. Uh, they do it different with this one. It's another reason uh, to read it. It's something different. Instead of chapters, you got parts. And part four is going up in cyber ways with your resume. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, okay. Yeah, read the book and you can figure out what that means. So how do I join this book club? Oh, well, you're here, so. You're in. All yeah. right. Yeah, here you yeah, go. You're in the club. Uh, that's what I need. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. Yep. Yeah, and you come to Books and Brews and get you a copy, too. <laughs> join it's the book amazing. club. Yeah. Yeah. So. This may be the only copy and he's got it, but, you know, ask around. Well, you can find it. I'll be done with it soon. Okay. So what we're looking for out. is, you know, in the comments of this, whether mm -hmm. it be on podcast or if you're on YouTube, you know, tell us about your experiences reading resumes for dummies. Yeah. And uh, you know, and we and we will respond um, with with what with whatever. If it's a really good comment, we might bring it into the show. Yeah. In a later episode. So. Yeah. So. That's comment a, that's away. A if you have yeah. a bad comment, just don't bother. Oh no, we want bad comments too. Okay. You know, any comments are any good comments. comments. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we're all right with that. If you want to tell us how bad we suck, we're we're okay. All right, we'll we'll live with that. Well, now I mean you probably won't, but but I will. Well, no one's ever going to tell me that anyway, so I don't know why I'm worried. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> never worry, never yeah. ne never worry. It doesn't do anybody any good, right? Yeah, no, I am the the guru with multiple hats. Yeah, literally and figuratively. The the moonshine guru, the moonshine psychic, the moonshine trivia master, and the moonshine book club president, Brent Lee Smith, on the set today. Right, Brent. <laughs> Good luck with the book. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> See, now you got some reading material to I go do. home with. See, this is, yeah, uh, very productive today. <laughs> that is productive. Yeah. Uh, you know, he did, <laughs> for his first book club topic, I think he, I think I he, think he hit it. a home run. I think he nailed it, yeah. 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 
Um, so what songs are you going to sing for us up there today? Uh, I think I'm going to do, uh, do one off the first album um, called Let Me In that uh, has been a pretty popular one. So uh, I'll play that one for anybody that hasn't heard that yet. And uh, I'll play another one that I uh, just recently finished up, so hopefully I'll get through it. And uh, um, It's called Working Man. It uh, should be on my, on my next album. Oh, well, all right. Well, you ready to get to it? Let's do it. Yep. All right, we're going to be back right now on the Moonshine and Music stage with Tobacco Jones. Thank you for coming in today. Thank you. Ready to go. This is a tune called Let Me In. It's off my uh, self-titled album, Tobacco Jones. You can find it anywhere music streams. Get a hold of me for CDs. second album.
determined by somebody else By what they are willing to pay And it's common sense There's no love in business And money ain't nobody's friend I've traded my time, muscle and mind Just to die with a dollar in my hand Just to die with a dollar in my hand Welcome to Tobacco Jones. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Not Less Entertainment. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Our producer is Joe Shelton. Our cameraman, grip, and stunt double is Brent Lee Smith. On cameras and all sorts of other stuff, Bailey Shelton. And our staff guru is Brent Schlemmer. Join us each Sunday for more episodes of Moonshine and Music.